Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Karibo, the freedom to control your crypto. Transferring cryptocurrency is a stressful task, and people make mistakes all the time. So to help remove the human error, there are two options that Karibo has been able to create. The undo button obligates you to create a passcode to give to your recipient, and the transfer can be canceled and retrieved until the passcode is entered. The person-to-person swap button enables safe, direct token swaps without the need for an exchange or custodial OTC party. You can even set your own token prices. For more information, go to Corobo.io. Again, that's K-I-R-O-B-O.io. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of CryptoCurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I have a special guest all the way out in Tel Aviv working on an extremely cool project that you need to be learning more about that I'm excited to learn more about. Uh, we have Asaf with Krabo. How are you doing today? Very good. Thank you for uh, having me. Of course. Well, before we dive into uh, Krabo, first want to learn more about you. Leave us some background on yourself. So my, I'm uh, Asaf Naim, uh, Krabo uh, CEO. In my background, I'm an accountant. I have a master's degree in taxation. I taught myself how to uh, program. So this is how, uh, like, uh, my friend has a, a tax office and he knows that I know to program and he has, like, a few customers that uh, turned to him uh, way back in uh, 2014 about crypto and he said, uh, like, uh, maybe you should, uh, you know, more than me. So uh, this is how I go into the uh, crypto world. And basically, this is how I, I start my journey. I, I learn about that and i fascinated about that. And uh, this is how we start. Got it. So 2014, you first learned about it and you start to go along your journey. But what made you start your company, Carabo? So like, tell us what it is and how did you get from the concept to where it is today? Basically, uh, we have a few clients that uh, made a mistake, human mistake. So, uh, for example, one, one of the, these guys sent uh, 200,000 USD to their own address. <laughs> so, you know, it was like uh, I was shocked that this has happened. This could happen. This is the first problem that we that we see. Other problem that someone lost access to his wallet. So I thought, uh, oh, this is a problem that needs to deal with. I find my partner, my technical partner, Tal, and we established the, the company. The first product that we have is the undo button. We work on, on, I like to say, we develop buttons, but, but we work on, on a few different uh, technology. The first one is the undo button. So if you made a mistake, you can retrieve the money back. And it goes uh, with very simple method. Uh, basically, uh, this is a unique transaction with a uh, passcode. When I send you the, the money, the money is leaving my, my uh, wallet. And then you need to type the right, the, the right passcode. As long as you didn't uh, type the right passcode, I can retrieve the money back. Once you uh, type the right passcode, uh, that's it. I cannot retrieve the money anymore. So this is the first uh, button that we launch. Uh, the second button is the peer-to-peer swap button. Uh, I don't know if you know, but if you go to Uniswap, for example, and you try to purchase some uh, token, so you see that there is a slippage. 
and uh, the slippage is massive by the way like if you, as, as like let's say that you buy a 100 ether so the the slippage is huge so i thought people should do it peer to peer but the problem is no one is is like who's going to send first right if i'm going to send you and you send me uh, assuming that we don't know each other so there is no reason that uh, there is no way that i will uh, send it, uh, this transaction and this is why people using uh, otc or uniswap because it's a safe way to do that but with the peer to peer swap it's uh, it's actually different because i can send it to you and if you didn't send me i can cancel my transaction and if you send me so the transaction is is uh, valid and, and both of the side uh, get the money and uh, by the way in two weeks, we will launch the basically the board, so you can uh, publish a transaction, and people can uh, immediately send you the money, and you can complete the transaction. Because currently, it's 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 done by a Telegram group, and I think this is, will uh, create a massive uh, impact on the market. No doubt. So I want to spend time uh, a little bit on each of them. So first, we're going to start with the undo button. So previously coming on this call, I got to see it myself. And the major challenge that you're talking about is for a lot of newbies and people who are trying to send money for the first time, it's very scary. And if you mess up, again, it's a one-way transaction. So once you send it, it doesn't mean you can pull it back. So you've basically been able to create this called undo button where now you can send a transaction. A person can then go and validate that, yes, that is indeed my address, and then basically give you a passcode. And then once you put the passcode, the transaction goes through. Again, I got to witness this firsthand and I thought this is extremely cool and a very safe way for your first entry in the crypto being that safe transaction where you don't necessarily have to worry about your money being sent to the wrong place. I have to say that, uh, you know, when we try to figure out who is the customer, so initially we thought it's only the newbies, but then I, I'm sad to say that I sent 3 million Cairo, uh, our coin, to the wrong address. It's it's not actually a wrong address. It's the right address, but this is not an address that support the specific token, and the token is stuck. And I see guys that that made the mistake that have a lot of experience. For example, someone sent two hundred and twenty thousand USD to the wrong address, and he's coming to the group and start talking about that. So I was really you know anxious to know how it's happened. So I told him, like I asked him how it's happened. So he said, listen, I go to Dexter. And I search for uh, uh, specific addresses that uh, make a unique transaction. And, and suddenly I see a, a transaction that I really appreciate and want to do the same transaction. So I transfer my money from Binance to my address. But basically I transfer to the address that I watched. Oh, no. So basically he transferred 220,000 USD to the wrong address. Now let's stop it. For one second and imagine that you know this guy wake up in the morning brush his teeth got a cup of coffee and then he, he searched for a, a for a unique thing to do in order to make some money and then suddenly boom 220,000 usd is lost and this is what happened actually on the blockchain every day and, and by the way so far people transferred through our system almost 1.6 billion dollars wow. and uh, and about 0.6% out of them retrieve so people got back so so we estimate that this is what happened on the real world so if we if we compare that to bitcoin it's like 35 million dollar a day that people make mistake and when you do a mistake you don't publish this on on uh, on facebook 
right? Right. Yeah. That's that's not something that people are sharing more often. And I really think this is a wake up call for a lot of people. And a lot of people that are listening to this show are probably going to have a, a use case where that happened. For example, I can relate to that as well. I have sent a significant amount of money to not necessarily the wrong address, but forgetting a unique like UID code. I think I was trying to transfer my EOS from one address to another. And I forgot that special extra thing you're supposed to add and all of it's gone. So just anytime, and especially for me, the first time that I send any type of new blockchain from one currency to another, especially if it's a significant amount, um, I always try to send the bare minimum just so I can make sure it's going to the right place. So what this is doing, what the undo button allows you to do is if even if you want to your first time spend, send a significant amount of money and make sure it's going to the right place, you can have the confidence that if you mess up, you can at least undo it and get your money back. And like that exactly, is you know, extremely powerful. You know, someone invested in the company uh, a few uh, months ago. Uh, I think it was uh, $1.2 million. So he, he said, and all, all the investors go through the system. So he, he said, should I uh, make a test transaction? So I said, no, you don't need to do test transaction. If you made a mistake, you can retrieve. And by the way, yesterday, yesterday, I sent uh, about uh, 4,200 4, uh, USD to someone. And suddenly my secretary called me and, and, and she said, it's the wrong address. It's like, it's not, it's not a huge amount. Right. But this but is it's like, still. It's yeah, it's still and it's happened every day. And by the way, I will tell you a secret. I think the bank industry will implement this technology in the fiat market, because even in fiat market, there is a lot of mistake uh, when you send in uh, money. And uh, it, crypto is, that is a, It's a really interesting point that you bring up there. And yes, one of the things that you lose with this is speed. But if that means that you're not losing your money, people are willing to take that extra step. In some scenarios, you do want to have that speed to move quickly. But in others, you want it to be safe. Like one of the reasons, even though it is an absolute pain in traditional finance, if you send a wire and it takes five to eight business days and everything else. They do everything to make sure it's going to the right place. They're getting the exact number. They're doing all the checks, all that stuff. And in crypto, yes, you can send it instantaneously, but you can also instantaneously lose all your money. So again, I think this is just another good check, another safe way to securely move your money. So really cool I, products. I have to say that I don't see the speed issue because first of all, the, the speed is, is like a regular speed, but most of the guys do two transactions. So it's it's basically much faster. And about uh, B2B that you mentioned, so uh, we have a few B2B in, uh, deals that we signed uh, lately, and uh, they ask to add uh, a list, uh, an address book that you can upload to the system. So we build a, a B2B a version of the system, so you can upload the addresses and, and write notes and everything, and you can send. And again, we are not a custodian. We never touch the money. There is no way, for example, let's say that you send $1 million and one second after that, the server is down. So the recipient will not be able to collect the money, but the sender can always retrieve the money because the control is on the, on the sender. And this is a unique way that we build the system because we, we, we thought that a custodian is not the right uh, approach. Yeah. And I, I think that's the right call. And given the power to the person sending the money, especially through all this transaction, it's definitely, I think the right approach, it gives them a lot more control and it gives them a lot more of that security of, of knowing that they are driving what's going on through this transaction. I kind of want to spend more time on the P2P piece of it, right? So the person to person you're helping to solve that can, can we kind of just walk through that a little bit more of 
So me and you want to send each other money. Like you said, with Uniswap, you go in there slippage. So if you're trying to send 300 ETH, you're not going to send 300 ETH. You're probably going to send like, I don't know, let's call it 295, 296 if you're lucky. So with the person to person, is it that instead of that slippage being so significant, now I'm able to send you actually 300 or is I'm not sending you like 299 because of course there's gas fees and everything else. Like how does that work? We all know there's a race to acquire more Bitcoin. Why not earn more with what you already have? With Tantra Labs app, you can put your Bitcoin to work with up to 12% interest backed in Bitcoin per year, currently the highest interest rate in the industry. So how does it all work? First, go to tantralabs.io and follow the steps to sign up. Second, after approval, deposit as much or as little as you like. Third, sit back and watch your Bitcoin work for you at 12% interest back per year. Lock in your 12% now by signing up at tantralabs.io or you can click on the link in our show notes and on our website. So basically, we need to decide on, on the price. Let's say that the 100 Ether is worth, uh, let's say, 400 Kiro, okay? So we need to decide on that. And then you send the 100 Ether. You see that the Ether is going away from uh, your uh, account. And then I need to send the 400 Kiro. As long as I didn't send the 400 Kiro, you can cancel the transaction. So for example, let's say that I over delayed and now the, the price is changing and I don't want to do the deal and you don't want to do the deal, you can cancel the transaction and nothing happened. And again, if I send the, the 400 gear and you cancel the transaction, my transaction will fail. There is no a trust issue and there is no uh, a way to the other party to, to feel uh, unsafe or not secure. Right. For example, let's say that I would come to Tel Aviv and I was trying to get into the local currency and I have some ETH that I'm willing to use. So let's say that I want to sell two of my ETH for, let's call it a, a thousand of the local dollars, right? So basically I would send my two ETH and then as soon as you then upload the local currency and crypto, once they both entered to that P2P peer, that's when they would then shift. But let's say that, you know, I say I want the two ETH, but I want it for a thousand, but all of a sudden now it's worth... 800. Now that person doesn't want to do it. They cancel it. I get my two ETH and they get their money back. Or they exactly. just never send it. Okay. Exactly. exactly. No, I think, I think that's, <laughs> it's very powerful. So thank you for breaking that down. And then I want to, I want to spend time on the last one. So can you explain one more time? Like what, what is that last element that you say you just dropped? So basically you put a transaction. Let's say that you understand now that uh, before we launch, so I take my team uh, the marketing team, because the the, <laughs> the technical guys already know that. So so I said, guys, one ether was four thousand uh, kilo, right? What will happen if I now type one hundred ether? How many kilo will I uh, receive? So everyone say four four hundred thousand. So I said, really? Let's see. And then we see it's three hundred and forty two. So they said, wow, that's amazing. So I said, okay, now I understand that. I'm going to the peer-to-peer swap. And what is the problem? I don't know. I, I don't have other party to, to swap with. And, and this is not a problem that exists on, on Uniswap. This is not uh, like if you go to OTC, he find you the other party. So on the peer-to-peer swap, this is the problem. So in the when we launch, we just open a Telegram group that uh, is, is meant to that. But now in... So... I can come and say, I'm willing to sell 100 Ether 
and uh, and to buy 400,000 uh, kiro, for example. And then other party needs to uh, can come. They don't even know me. They don't even need to talk to me. And then they can see the order, then they complete the order. If the price is already changed, I can cancel the, the order. So nothing happened. Okay, got it. So that's where it's going to be super powerful because now you're kind of creating that OTC, but of peer-to-peer places, right? So you have all these orders that are there and you're like, okay, I want to fill this one. So basically I now can see that that one's there, able to help make that transaction happen. And now everyone is happy. By the way, you, 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 there is a, in bold way, you can see the difference between other decks. Basically, before you swap, you, you know exactly how much you get if you go to other decks. I don't want to mention names. And, uh, and, and you know exactly how much you earn uh, for uh, this transaction. Yeah. And by the I way, mean, both sides want, uh, uh, will earn. Both sides will earn. Got it. Yeah. Well, but, but because, uh, by the way, I said to the, in the first example that I said 100 ether for 400,000. So now you guys think that the seller, the guys that send the 400,000 kilo is losing because on Uniswap it was 352. So I said, let's see what happened if he's going to sell 400,000 kilo on Uniswap. So we switch the direction and put 400 and then they see he's only going to get 83 ether instead of 100. So both sides win because you do it OTC. You don't buy, uh, you buy on the market price and you don't affect the price. And I think it's powerful. Right. No, that is powerful. So thanks for, for making that clear distinction. And I mean, obviously, uh, Kirobo has very powerful tools, three different instances. Everyone listening, make sure you go and check that out. But one of the things that I think this is also has a lot of opportunity to kind of like you were saying is the DeFi space. So how do you think as more companies are, are starting to develop more into decentralized finance that they could be able to use a tool like Robo? First of all, we are working on, on uh, two major tools that we want to integrate. I cannot talk about that uh, more than that, but hopefully in two months we will uh, release and, and, uh, and everyone see before we release and after we release. I think that uh, the DeFi, I can only suggest you can understand between the, the world. Basically, most of the, like, if you see two years ago, so two years ago, people, most of the trade was on centralized exchange. And now we see a, a huge movement into the DeFi, meaning decentralized, decentralized exchange, decentralized product. And let's say if you are on Coinbase and you have the problem and you lost uh, the password or you lost something, so you can contact Coinbase and they will help. But if you are doing that from your own wallet on DeFi, no one can help. And this is increasing the, the problem. And people doesn't understand that. Life is sucks. So, so people like, um, you know, dying and there is, no, there is no one that can help them or the family uh, if someone hold, uh, if someone died and never share his uh, private key. And if someone lost access to his wallet. So I can only say that this is too issues that I need, someone needs to deal with them. Someone needs to figure out how to solve them. Uh, and this is all I can say. Gotcha. All right. Well, we'll keep it at that for now. And it uh, looks like in, in two months, there might be some, some more news on that. But man, you've, you've been able to share a lot of information with us. I have two final fun questions as we kind of wrap up here is with all the information that you have right now, if you can impart two pieces of wisdom to yourself, what would you share? 
I want to say about uh, completely uh, different side of the of the coin. So so I see that a lot of uh, government now are checking uh, the option to to issue a, a blockchain based uh, a currency, and all of them uh, are afraid of infecting the bank system. You know because the bank system. If I have my own currency, I don't need the banks. My insight on that is that I don't think it's it's a problem because today, if you have one hundred thousand USD on fiat money, so you put it in the bank. The bank take this money and give the other people like credit and and stuff and make a lot of money on that and give you basically zero percent. When the coin will be blockchain based, the bank will start chasing you. And ask for you to put the money inside the bank, and the way to do that is by sharing their profit. So I think the bank is still going to be there, but the profit is going to be much uh, reasonable than now. But uh, I think the profit will also go to the actual owner of the coin. Got it. So I think that's a a cool car for the future where where we're headed with that. And I agree. As more banks are finding ways to get people to bring in their money so that they can share in the profits. Everybody wins. Therefore, you start to get more money increase. But appreciate all the information you've dropped on us today. What's a final thought that you want to leave with all of our listeners? My final thought is that, that uh, you should go into DeFi. DeFi is the future. Do that, you will not regret. Absolutely. Well, Asif, I really appreciate all the time that you share with us. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about everything that's going on with Corobo? We have uh, the website, they can read and they can use the system. And uh, we have a token, but this token is not for a U.S. citizen, uh, Israeli or Canadian. Got it. Well, no problem. We'll make sure to share all that information in our show notes. And again, we appreciate all the time that you spent with us today. And for everyone listening, stay CryptoCurrent. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey, and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. Today's review comes from Crypto the Superdog. I was curious about cryptocurrency, and when I found this podcast, it really taught me a lot in a way that wasn't overwhelming. Definitely give it a listen. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews, and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Carthon. 
We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.